It's a difficult thing raising children, and it is tough raising children in a lockdown during COVID-19 pandemic um, in, in such uncharted territory because I... I don't know. I said to my little one, she's eight years old, I said, you need to go back to school. And and I didn't say it because I actually want to put her in danger or I want to, um, you know, make her feel uncomfortable at home. But but it's just, you can see that the children are just out of their comfort zone completely. So since the pandemic has also impacted our finances in an absolutely big way, we should now start communicating as freely with our children around money. But how much do children really need to know about the family's financial situation? Mushfika Bhutta, Head of Research and Consumer Education at National Debt Advisors, uh, will be chatting to us about that. Mushfika, very good evening to you and welcome to the show. Good evening to you, Zain. Thanks for having me on. During this pandemic, the importance of maintaining open lines of communication is absolutely important and it's absolutely vital in any family. You need to talk now more than ever. And one of the things that one needs to talk about more than ever at this particular time is money. Uh, Is that not one of the most important conversations uh, that one needs to have in the family at the moment? Absolutely. As much as we should be concentrating on our physical health, something that has also taken a knock during uh, this COVID-19 lockdown has been the financial health of many households. And therefore, the communication, lines of communications need to be open in speaking about the financial health of a household, in speaking about the physical health of a household. Um, And now more than ever, we, we need to make our children used to the concept of money. And I do know that that can be quite daunting because if you look at, um, you know, 20, 30 years ago, um, even 15 years ago, 10 years ago, it was not something money and how much your parents earned was not something that was freely spoken about in our households. It was not something um, that we had the opportunity to ask questions about. Um, with the result, many uh, a person in in the working place now and many young children today, many young adults are not are quite scared. They're actually quite scared to speak about money. They're actually quite scared to interact um, freely with money simply because we've never communicated freely and openly about money. So if ever there was a time to start, it would be now. Um, you, you mentioned us in, in, in your opening as to how much, how much do pe- children need to know about mm. money? Um, I don't think they need to know every detail of our earnings, but they do need to know the overall financial situation and don't be reluctant to discuss the financial issues um, with your children if I could um, make the suggestion and please just say to uh, parents out there don't sugarcoat things they don't need to know how much you earn but they need to be made of how much made to be made aware of how much money you do spend on the necessities on their school fees on their food on the electricity on the transport or at least make them aware because sometimes um, children live very sheltered lives in the bubbles that we create for them 
And they don't have to worry about all those things. Which, and sometimes we just have to bring it home to them. Yeah. Mushvika, it, it, it's, it's very difficult for, for partners to sit and discuss money. And, uh, you know, it's normally not only in a marriage situation. You could have two people living together. You could have same-sex couples living together uh, and, mm-hmm. and raising children and stuff like that. So it's very difficult for people to, to actually talk about money because, you know, what I earn is my business, what you earn is your business. And, you know, you pay the telephone, I buy the groceries, that kind of thing. And it is, you know, COVID-19 has, has become um, a new way of doing things. COVID-19, I would like to think the positive thing coming out of this is regeneration, you know, the sort of reinvention, Absolutely. regeneration. And we need to think about things very, very difficult, very differently at this particular time. And, you know, at what age do I sit down or what age do you think, you know, an eight, I've got an eight-year-old, um, do I make her aware of what the finances are in the house? I think right now COVID-19 has also given us the opportunity um, to step up and to take responsibility um, for the finances of our households and how we bring it across to those in the household. Like you say, um, it's a very difficult topic for even for uh, adults in a relationship to be discussing. But we actually have to step out of that and say, you know what, um, my child has also been affected uh, by COVID-19. The gravity of COVID-19 and the subsequent lockdown um, isn't lost on children. They've usually been affected by COVID-19 too, especially by not um, attending school. And we've got to be able to trust them to be able to comprehend what we are telling them. Children are clever and they learn from what they see. And they... But this time, we've had so many, um, with children being at home for so long, um, we've always been looking for ways to keep them entertained, to keep them busy, um, to keep them stimulated. And I think now would be the perfect time to bring in the concept of money, the concept of household finances through games, through activities, through projects. Um, you know what? Uh, Make a um, make a make make a story. Make a game about it. Make a Q and A about it. Um, relate. Make money relatable to them. I think it would be very harsh um, and not very practical to expect you to sit with an eight-year-old and discuss the money on the level that you would be discussing mm. it with your spouse, um, with your partner in any way. So I think what we have to do is we have to start thinking out of the box and we have to start um, coming up with ways and means to make the to broach the subject of money with our children and to make it accessible to them from as young um, an age as early, as early um as possible. Something that I think that we should also do is um, to let them learn from their own mistakes. If your child spends all his or her pocket money in one go um, on sweets, um, then they'll yeah. have no money left for the rest of the week. Um, so that, that in itself mm. is an activity about money. That is a learning um, that's a learning situation about money. That's a great opportunity to teach them about the value of money and to teach them again more than anything else about wants and needs, um, which is so yeah. much um, intertwined in our adult lives. 
and those are the sort of uh, those are the sort of lessons that we need to be start to teach our children from early on already Challenging to Mushfika Bota head of research and consumer education at National Debt Advisors and um, how much information is too much information you know what, what what we did at home we took a weekend project and I said okay let's take this box and build a McDonald's drive through because we're now on level 3 and we can now go and buy McDonald's and uh, uh, you know, this is how much it's going to cost and can we actually at this particular time afford to, you know, spend that money? Maybe we need to keep that money because obviously people are at home and electricity becomes more, water becomes more, all the sort of consumables actually become, become more. And should we not be talking to a, a number of people? talk to their children about money in a very negative way. Should we not be discussing money with our children in a positive way? Absolutely. Um, We need to be changing the narrative around money because we've always approached the subject of money um, with such... uh, with, uh, with, with, with negativity. There's always been, oh, money... Um, we are in debt. We are. I can't afford this. Like, those are the only times when we are discussing money. We have to change the narrative because if we don't change the narrative around money, the guilt and shame that is currently associated with a bad financial situation is just going to be carried over to the next generation. And that's not going to stand us in good stead. Because of the guilt and shame of a bad financial situation, People are not open to finding solutions when they are struggling, when they, uh, when they are overwhelmed with debt. I find an NDA every day. People are walking in and they haven't even discussed it with their partners. They haven't discussed it with their friends. They haven't discussed it with their, uh, with their siblings. They, people, are, people are being eaten away by the burden of debt because we are not taught from an early age that, you know what, it's okay to speak about money. Um, I do many workshops, financial uh, workshops, and Mm. something that comes across all the time is that people will open up to you and they will speak to you about their family and they'll speak to you about their marriage and they'll speak to you about their kids and they'll speak to you. But very seldom is somebody going to raise their hand and say, you know what, I haven't paid my bond in three months. Or um, I've just got a call from the bank. Uh, they want to repossess my vehicle. There is so much guilt and shame attached to a bad financial situation. And that is a huge roadblock in us finding a solution to a bad financial situation. So you, um, you, cannot, um, you, you, you cannot take away from the importance of changing the narrative around money to something more positive than the negative we have right now. Mm. And and one of the good things that that one needs to teach children is, is that cash is king because my little one, you know, even before she's actually reached the till, she's already calculated exactly what she's bought and how much money she has got. Yeah. And, and you know, one one shouldn't let children traumatize you and torment you about excessive demands. Uh, when they are in a shop, they should realize. And I've always had the discussion at home: we are going to the shop now, and therefore we will be able to buy this and that and that and you will be able to buy that for uh, at least 10 rand and you you know so you need to have these discussions at home before the child throws a tantrum in the store 
Absolutely. In teaching them about cash being king, we've got to remember that not all debt is bad, but debt can spiral out of control very, very quickly. So they have to encourage our children to avoid becoming over-indebted, saving and paying cash for goods, maybe as, as far as they can. Something that I would also encourage people to do, especially where big ticket items are concerned, is to please sit and speak to your children. If, if your child wants a big ticket item, it makes no sense to say to them, you know what, next week. Mommy's going to get it for you next week. You know what, when mommy gets paid at the end of the month, mommy's going to get it for you. Or mommy's going to... Children are children. If once you've made a promise to them, they will continue to ask and ask and ask about that all the time. Rather have the honest conversation with the household, with your children, and say, you know what, we are not able, we do are not able to buy this big ticket item for the next three months Mm. so it doesn't matter you can moan and you can groan and you can ask me the uh, the answer is going to be exactly the same we cannot afford this item for the next three months then they know in terms of don't let your children traumatize and torment you with excessive demands i'd really like to say don't put yourself into debt to appease a child who makes demands for name brand items and other unnecessary things. You will end up suffering and having to pay for the consequences. And literally, again, I see this with over-indebted people at National Debt Advisors every single day. Cards are maxed out for luxuries on children who are insisting on uh, brand names on children who are insisting on only um, buying a certain type of product. And when you live in that sort of household, when you live in a space of over-indebtedness, it not doesn't only cause financial distress, it also causes emotional uh, distress. So as parents, we have to change our mindset and culture around saving debt and money on the whole. And we've got to encourage our children to do the same. We really have to, it's, it's far more holistic than just the conversation that we're having now, Zane. Um, mm. It really has to be a, we, we need a shift in mindset from getting away from the materialistic, from the super, superficiality of things and saying, okay, what is important? What are my wants? What are my needs? Let me budget. Let me, let me teach my child how to budget from an early age. Let me teach my child how to differentiate um, a want from a need. It is a shift in mindset, but it's a, it's something that I look forward to. It's something that I'm hoping South Africans in this uh, stage will take from COVID-19 is take the time, make the effort to change the narrative about money so that we don't have that guilt and shame associated with a bad financial situation anymore. And uh, you learn so many things about certain dolls and certain other things that <laughs> that children yeah. want, and you find out that this miniature little doll that's not even two centimeters high or two and a half centimeters high actually costs four hundred rands when you walk into okay. the toy exactly. shop. Exactly, exactly. So you know what you've got to be able to say to your child: um, Okay, it's four hundred rand. How long is it going to take you to save every bit of pocket money that you've got? to get to the 400 rand. You know, also with all due respect, and I am not a parenting expert, but we also need to get away from that a whole sort of instant gratification um, where our children are involved specifically with money. Um, we, we've got to get away from, okay, now I'm taking out my credit card because my child wants a 400 two-centimeter um, doll. 
um, again, it comes back down to us taking responsibility for our money and in the process teaching our children to take responsibility with their money. And Mushfika Bhutta chatting to us this evening, Head of Research and Consumer Education at National Debt Advisors. My, uh, WhatsApp message, uh, Mushfika says, My mother kept a little book recording all expenditure and income. We were eight children, handed over our full pay packets to her to administer, and she, as she saw fit. I don't think we have that situation these days, do we? Um, very few people. Very, very few people have that situation these days. I think it's commendable, but I must say very, very few people have that these days. <laughs> Mishvika, thank you so much. Putting the reality into perspective in terms of money and, that's, and the fact that we should actually be chatting to our children about money because they should know the value of money and they should know that this is what I can buy with the 50 rand or 30 rand or 20 rand uh, that I've been given. Um, And they should know that, you know, um, it's just not that easy to take out the credit card and spend. And especially now in the lockdown period and in this COVID-19 pandemic period, we need to teach children that less is more.